0: What's up you fuckers? This is William Surley from Portland, Oregon, of the Lonesome Billies and the Barroom Gospel Band. You're listening to That Much Further West Podcast. Put a little gusto on (laughs) that.
1: It's time that I'll be moving on, hopping to my core. Got a bit of cooking gear and a dusty old guitar I'm heading for the hills where I can get away Looking for a piece of dirt so I can go and play Sometimes I need some time so I can get away I drop a line in the water, I guess I can't complain trees. There's no place that I'd rather be There's no place that I'd rather be This city life is quite alright I gotta draw my pay, But I need them sky blue waters Before I go insane In a country not a thousand stars Are all I wanna see Just hanging in the darkness there, staring back at me. Sometimes I need some time so I can get away. I drop a line in the water and watch it drift away. Onto the mountain, stars in. No place that I'd rather be
2: Hey, welcome back into that much further west podcast. uh i phil Phil i i mike Mike, we we're with with our uh, Engineer Rich West Blatt uh, here at the Landmark Saloon live on a Thursday night. Happy to see everybody here. And our guest here tonight is William Surly from the Lonesome
0: Billies. Mm. Great to Welcome. see you. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Well, thanks for doing this, yeah, brother. Fuck yeah. Right on. This is your Thursday night normally
0: here at the mm-hmm. bar, so
2: uh it just makes sense that we'd be down here, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
3: We could have done this on a Tuesday, I still would've been here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right on. How so, long how long have you been doing the William Surly's Barroom Gospel? Is that a new thing or?
0: Uh so about three or four years now. It sort of branched off. It started as an idea in my brain and I got drunk and was talking shit with my buddy Ike. He was like, "Hey, I'm playing a show down in Salem. Do you want to It's a 3-hour show and I can't fill that set. Do you want to You want to do that?" And at the moment, I was blasted at the time. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." You know. And I woke up the next morning. I was like, "Wait, did I agree to do that?" You know. And he's like, "Yeah, no, you did. You're playing." So, that was that was the beginning of that. It, it was always a part of the plan. I just didn't expect it to start off like that. You know so yeah it's been it's been about three or four years
2: and and how long have you been playing with the billies has that been a, a long time thing it's
0: about 2010 i believe okay. yeah right on. yeah, right on. yeah. And we've been playing music together since yeah. we were young hey, we all grew up together my brother's in the band he plays the drums and whatnot so it's we grew up about a mile from each other mile radius all went to the same schools you know different grades i'm the youngest in the band but you know you guys are all from the vancouver area yeah yeah we all grew up in hazeldale <laughs> oh,
2: wow. we
0: say hazeldale over vancouver for some reason we still like that separation <laughs> you guys obviously bonded over
2: some sort of love of uh was it country music or back then maybe something else well back
0: then I mean, we all listened to country music aside from my brother who's a drummer we all grew up listening to a lot of the same stuff we all played in punk rock bands and stuff like that but it's one of those things when you're growing up you don't tell anybody you listen to country music you know for some reason it's taboo <laughs> when you're younger so right. it's just like you hide the fact that you listen to merle haggard and johnny cash and all that stuff but when you look back you the mindset's exactly the same from punk rock mm-hmm. to all those guys They're, they all went about shit the same way you know
3: so yeah pretty chords and the truth that's it yeah harlan howard Side note: Did you hug your brother today? Because it is National Hug a Drummer Day. (laughs) No, I don't think I've actually ever hugged my brother before. (laughs) We're
0: not a. I hug all my friends, but like when it comes to family members, we we're a weird bunch like that. I love
2: you. Don't touch me. Yeah,
0: kind of a thing. It's just an accepted thing. We don't say I love you, and we don't hug. You know, (laughs) that's more like the Bill Burr, like the Bill Burr effect. We are. I don't think we're as dysfunctional as the Bill Burr family, but and the Billies. You guys have
2: uh, put out a new record just recently, and uh, yep. it's meeting some critical success. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a show at Mississippi Studios
0: mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back. How'd that go? It was fun. It okay. was fun. Great crowd. Uh, great opening acts. We had a buddy of ours who was from uh, Los Angeles, flew out, played a set uh cassie Velaza, who plays here and plays all around town just angel you know Mm -hmm. so it was a good it was a good set fun got wasted played stayed (laughs) way too long
2: and tell me how you uh you know how it's developed over these couple years with the billies you know just guys sharing songwriting credits and the whole bit like um I know that you play bass in the band, mm-hmm. um, but you're a good guitar player and out on your own. So how does that all kind of fit together?
0: So it started with Clayton and Jeff, they were, they started the Billies, and they were just sort of going back and forth with songs, writing and stuff like that. And I had been jamming with Jeff and those guys for a long time. And he showed me some of those stuff, some of the, the stuff they were working on and, i just started noodling around on the guitar and it sort of went on from there they brought me in it was they were probably together six months to a year that they brought me in and that was sort of that was it it it, the ball kept rolling from there you know and i've been writing songs since i was in the eighth grade you know it's always been a part of what i do you know like artistically i guess you know um but we convinced my brother after a while, because I'd do, I was like the utility player. You know, mm-hmm. I'd fucking play maracas and guitar, <laughs> lead guitar, rhythm guitar. I was doing like the Mumford's and Sean's shit where it's just like you're hitting the bass drum and like, mm-hmm. you know, strumming the guitar and whatnot. And then we called that the Billy kit, you know. Um, and then we, I finally got tired of that <laughs> and convinced my brother to sit in on drums and after that, he's like, "We need a bass player," and everybody looked at me. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I'll play the bass." Because you could hold it down. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I got good rhythm. I'm not the flashiest bass player by any means, mm-hmm. but um, are
3: any bass players flashy?
0: I know some flashy, bass except for players. maybe
3: Les Claypool. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. Kim Gordon. You can always tell when they get the stinky bass face. You know, like somebody like rubs down. something stinky on their oh. on the top of their bass and just oh. They Ride it high and tight, you know? Yeah. It's mostly ba- it's mostly jazz bass, but like <laughs> every once in a while. So bring
2: in songs to the band on your oh, own. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, with with three writers in the band, right? Yeah. Um so yeah. tell tell us how that gets parsed out as you bring something like that to the band
0: we we don't sit down and be like all right you got to write a song you got to write a song we all just write songs and collectively it's it's just a social thing i've always approached music like that so most of us in the band you know my brother's the only one that hasn't written a song so we're still waiting for him to write the hit song you (laughs) know he didn't come out of nowhere just i'm a drummer but i wrote this song yeah and now it's the best song so there you go so we're still waiting on him for that but yeah, well, it's coming. It is. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, he's a weirdo like that. So but yeah, we if, if we write a song, we think it's it's Billy Worthy or whatnot. We'll just show the group. And then that's sort of where the creative thing gets started. She usually set down the foundation of it. And then everybody approaches the song in their own way. So it gives it this sort of it takes it in a direction that you don't hear in your brain, which is something that I love. Because I could sit down and write something all day. I could write a full song, but it's not as fun to me as taking it to your best friends and being like, hey, what do you, what do you think? And all of a sudden, they lay down something, and you're just like, I would have never thought of that. Right so on. that's sort of the songwriting process than that. Some, some are more polished than others right off the bat. Some take a little bit more time to warm up, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's essentially how we, how we approach most of the songs, so.
2: You want to play us one, brother? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. No, let's, uh, let's, all right. All right. Come
0: yes. on. So I'll start off with one that I wrote for that's on this album. It's called, the album's called Right on Time. This one's called Tall Cotton. It's been a long time since I've shit in Tall Cotton.
4: It's yes, these high times are really getting me down. Been a long time on the wrong side of sober, trying to stay on, but I keep getting older. If I keep looking back, I'm gonna hit the wall. It's always one step forward and two steps back. couple to the left, now I'm on my ass, and if I can't walk, hell, I'm gonna have to crawl. Find me some women, find me some wine, waste some more money and waste some more time. Slow my roll, hell, I already walked the line. It's been a long time since so I've shit and told me. and these high times are really getting me down. it been a long time on the wrong side of sober, trying to stay on, but I keep getting older. If I keep looking back, I'm gonna hit the wall. Well, I was told the honky tonks would be the death of me, and that the women that I've loved. They won't stick around to see me die Well, old Sawbones he told me this would come to be Well, I tip my cap to you, sir That don't change a goddamn thing, no It's been a long time, so shit and talk cuttin' Cause these high times are really gettin' me down been a long time on the wrong side, so we're trying to stay young, keep getting older. If I keep looking back, I'm gonna hit the wall. If I keep looking back, I'm gonna hit the wall.
0: Thank you.
3: really like that lyric a long oh, time you. on the wrong side of sober. yeah oh yeah yeah that
0: was written that's written out of experience sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those songs you wake up after like a three day bender and you're, you're like fuck you spent all your money like a dumbass like on booze you had a lot of fun but now you have to spend like the next fucking week and a half broke just eating weird weird you know frozen burritos and shit like that
2: i see my future yeah <laughs> Well, that's a great tune from the new record, oh, and, and um, the lads in the band they contribute songs too. Uh, oh yeah, Clayton's your front guy, mm-hmm. and tell us a little bit more about the band. Tell us the guys what they play and mm-hmm. who they are and all that. Bit.
0: So Clayton, I'll start I'll start with the front man, Clayton uh, McCune. I he's he's one of those guys that you can drop into the middle of a group of strangers and he's everyone's best friend in like five minutes. It drives everybody nuts. Can't do that. Yeah, it's a front. Man. He's Instant a perfect front man, man guy. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because we'll go, we'll go on the road every once in a while. We'll just, he just becomes the mayor of wherever he's at. You know, he'll go around and say, like, hey, how's it going? Like whatever. And like, I'll, I'll ask him every once in a while, like, how the fuck do you do it? And he's like, dude, it's not, it's not that it's not awkward. It's just like I'm okay with the awkwardness. <laughs> you know. So he's just he's one of those guys, and he he's very unapologetic about the way he goes about things, and that's he he writes that into his songs, and it's it's good. I love that sort of feeling about it, you know. Right. Um, And then Jeff Jeff is the lead guitar player, Mm -hmm. and he's he produces most of the stuff. Oh, cool. He produced the whole Mm -hmm. this whole last album, and he had produced ninety percent of the last album or the first album that we did. He's just one of those guys that has the mind for it. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll be listening back to the songs, and he'll be like, I hear that. Do you guys hear that? And we'll all look at each other like dummies. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't hear what it is you're hearing. And all of a sudden, he'll isolate it, and you're like, how the f- did you hear that? Yeah. You know? So he's just got one of those. He's that engineer, like, mm-hmm. sound guy. That's, he's, always, he's always dialing tone. You know, Mm -hmm. we call it he gets a tone boner, you know, when he's got a (laughs) tone boner, it's ready to roll. (laughs) You know. Tone boner. Tone boner. But it's good it's good to have that. Like I don't have that bone in my body. I'd rather just sit down and play. Mm -hmm. And the way it sounds is the way it sounds. But he Mm -hmm. he goes like mad scientist on it. Yeah. Which I I love. And he's just that's that's sort of how he approaches his songs. He likes to he like he writes very good sort of intricate story songs. Like, he's the one that writes the sagas in the band, right. you know. Um, on the last album he wrote, The Day I Lost My Life, and mm-hmm. that's sort of like this big, long song. It turns out he's usually the only one that can remember all the words. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. But uh, And then my brother, Glenn, just sits on his hands most of the time and gets mad at us for fucking talking during practice. And then mm-hmm. and then you tell him what what you're looking for, and he's one of those guys that can just do it. He's that good. I mean, he's been playing drums since he was in the fourth grade. I based my whole sense of rhythm off of him. So it only makes sense that, like, when they asked for the bass player, all eyes turned to me. I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Right on. So, oh, the uh,
2: drumming on the record, really Mm. super solid, you know, top to bottom. And then really nice is. Guitar player telly playing? Yeah. Because just really nice telly playing through oh, you that as well. Chords, yeah. yeah. Just really sweet. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about Just Trying to Live out of the three, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. That has a little more of a
0: funkier bass part out yeah. there right? so, uh, I'll tell you the beginning of that. Clayton oh. got a playlist album called Country Funk. Yeah, oh yeah. It's and classic. On there was this song by Axton mm-hmm. called California girl. Is it California girls? California women? Yeah. And any, it, it was like it hit us all. He, he was like, "Listen to this shit." And then he put it on. We we're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "We should, we should put a little bit more funk in this, you know, in this next album." We were all in agreement. My brother, my brother got his one and only tone bunner when we heard that because he, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. drummers is just like funk drum. Yes. Yeah. You know, because usually my brother's sitting there sitting on his hands because. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out what we need from the song, and all he wants to do is play the drums, you know. Right. And so he he dials it back a little bit, and then once he heard the the thing about the funk, he's just like, yes. And so that's sort of where it developed. And he and I, every once in a while, in, the, in band practice, will just get weird and funky, and and sure. so it all it all sort of mapped itself out mm-hmm. naturally, you know. It was a direction that we wanted to go, so we put a little bit more mm-hmm. like rhythm and beat into it you know really sort of focused on that
2: well i hear a lot of you know um obvious whalen influences and um Mm -hmm. and i think i heard chris miller was the guy who said that whalen didn't like shuffles right and i don't hear any shuffles on your record right everything's kind of got a little groove Mm -hmm. and a little funky fun going on you know and it's uh it am i right there is it yeah i sort of
0: I think that just stems a lot from uh, we grew up listening to punk rock, playing punk rock, and so we, we've always approached sort of the, the beat and the rhythm in a more of a straightforward manner. We tried with this album, and I think we did a good job of it as, as sort of diversifying it a little bit. You know Our first album was definitely more straightforward, and this one we sort of explain, we, we explored a little bit more, but we still stayed in the, the true sense of who we are. you know, we didn't go off yeah. the beaten path. But yeah, we—I think from our musical backgrounds, this, that's the way it shaped out. I like putting a little more shuffle in my stuff every once in a while, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, it just helps diversify the sound. I right know. But uh, yeah, we're we're a pretty straightforward rock and roll country fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't really feel like I'm no good But sometimes I wonder if maybe I should Like if the only thing I own was a shirt on my back I could write a song that would put me on track So that after I die, when I'm dead and gone A better looking man with the name of the song Will take my words, make them new again Say I'll find them at the bottom of a record bin And from what I can tell Was a sad old man, but he never made no ball about the cards in his hand. See, everybody knows that the best songs there is were written by a man that's been a long time dead. When he was a living, he was giving his all, chasing demons down. Plenty of problems that a man can have The good ones wrote a song about in the land But I ain't got no problems and I guess that's why They won't remember me after I die And from what I can tell Well things are going so well I guess if Jesus I'm surely going to hell Sometimes I wonder if I should be back Sing a song about and from what i can tell he was a sad old-
3: We ask this question pretty much of everyone. There's there any artists that you're listening to that you think everyone should know about either locally or not, you know, and beyond like the Merle and Johnny like all of us know that, but right, like, right. people who we might not know about. Um I mean honestly, I've been playing a lot
0: or, or seen a lot of acts around town. I'm really into Cassie Velaza. Like just the way she writes her songs and her voice and everything. Really good just country folk kind of stuff. You guys know her. Yes. You know. <laughs> Great um, record. Oh yeah. The Taylor uh Kingman, <clears throat> TK and the Holy Know Nothings, like all those guys, that whole group of dudes. I mean, I feel like Louis Longmire is the the uh <laughs> unofficial <master>. guy go- yeah, <laughs> the, the godfather uh, of you yeah. know Portland Roots music. But uh yeah, I'm r i am Tyler Tyler Childers. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: fantastic album this year oh yeah country squire is that what it was yeah Yeah. killer
0: oh yeah though the orville peck stuff like it took me a while to get into it but then Mm -hmm. it just sort of seeded in there i just like the way people approach the genre in different ways you know Mm -hmm. not everything has to be so straightforward and and traditional you you can dabble and still keep the sense and the true heartfelt message of country music but you can dabble and explore and it just makes things a little bit more interesting you know
3: I think that's a great thing going on right now is there's just so much of that out there like Absolutely. So many people hitting it from different directions like Yeah. People hitting it who are punk rockers hitting it from that direction, people mm-hmm. who are just traditional country and and all that stuff and I think it makes for a much more well-rounded representation of country music.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's not all the same, you know. It's just like any form of music. Also, it's always it's always weird when people just don't let things be a good song, you know. Right. <laughs> just it sounds have to, fucking great Yeah right? You don't have to You don't have to sit back And like Dissect every little piece of it No well this is that And this is Just let it be a good song right. <laughs> Speaking of good songs you Want to
3: play us another one Alright
0: <laughs> right, I'll play Just Trying to Live Since you guys were Asking about it
4: trying to go to hell i'm just trying to walk the earth and keep myself out of a prison cell said it's good to be lonesome that ain't hard to understand i'm not trying to live no other's life i'm gonna move on when i can't can't. Most of you will forget who I am when I'm gone Wherever I end up I'm gonna find it my way Still it's strange upon a living when you die little every day Still it's good to be lonesome that ain't hard to understand I'm not trying to live no other's life. Gonna move on when I can and carry on. Most of you will forget who I am when I'm gone. I've got a long way to go. Got a long. Just trying to walk the earth and keep myself out of a prison, cell. I said it's good to be lonesome that ain't hard to understand. I said it's good to be lonesome that ain't hard to understand. I said it's good to be lonesome that ain't hard to understand. I'm not trying to live no other's life. I'm gonna move on when I can and carry on. Most of you will forget who I am when I'm gone. Thank you. Woo.
0: Appreciate
2: it. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah.
2: Tell us where you got going
0: with music as a child. Well, after I, I guess after I got over the fact I wasn't going to be a professional baseball player. Uh. I'm still not over that one, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm the youngest of, of five guys. So er, my oldest brother is 11 years older than I am. And so I was sort of showing a, a vast range of music. You know, my That's brothers, right. my, my oldest brothers aren't into country music at right. all. Right. You know, they're into like the new wave stuff and a bunch of all that. You know, which is rad. It, that sort of upbringing allowed me to appreciate all kinds of music. I love most forms of music, um, but it was I guess it was my mom. She was always into sort of the folk stuff. and She had like Christofferson records and Joan Baez and all that stuff. So she was. I that's where I get that from. That's where I get the countryside of it from. I'm the only like country kid in my <laughs> right in up. my family. My dad grew up in Brooklyn, so he just wants—he doesn't want any part of, you know, he loves it because I do it, but that's yeah. about it, you know. It's my mom who's—that's my mom's side of me, right? Um, but yeah, like I—I I listen to, Christofferson is probably my favorite of all time songwriter. Just the way mm-hmm. he writes his lyrics and composes his songs is just amazing. But I—I <laughs> I, I glommed onto the the punk rock side of. Of, like, Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings and all those, because they just didn't give a fuck, you know? They did what they wanted to do. And, like, that's that's something that's not really taught in music a lot. You're not taught to have sort of like, just do it, just do it your own way, you know? You know, other people are like, I'm teaching you, you got to do it my way, you know, or this. This is a, my perspective. Here you go. Instead, of, it's just like, people ask, like, well, yeah, just do your own shit, you know? I don't know how I got off on that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect.
3: Well, it's true, because if you watch Johnny Cash play guitar, he's a pretty sloppy guitar player. Oh, yeah. Player, you know? oh, like yeah. No one would be hiring him to be their front man, or like their lead guitar player, to hold it down. You right. Know? Like he's kind of all over the place, jingly-jangly, you know, mm-hmm. but he didn't care. like He just did his thing.
0: Yeah, he did yeah. his thing, and the thing that comes out is the feeling and the, like, the true form of the music, you know. Yeah. Nobody can look at Johnny Cash and say he's a horrible musician, you know. <laughs> Like you should get shot if you said something yeah. like that, oh. you know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that went dark, guys. That yeah. went dark. Sorry. Feel yeah. the time for that. <laughs> I went morbid. Sorry.
3: That's all right. No, right on. <laughs>
0: um, so I found Waylon sort of a little farther down the road, because mm-hmm. Waylon hits me on a, a totally different level than Johnny Cash does. Johnny mm-hmm. Cash is just the, the ultimate like sort of heartfelt kind of. He he tugs on that part of my mm-hmm. music sensibilities like. I want the feeling first and foremost to come out. I don't care I I don't care how technical you get, you know, that's not going to bring any sort of feeling to a a song, you know. So I I listened to Johnny Cash and I was like, "Damn, this guy means what he says. Even if it's fake, he's still there's still truth in what he says." There's and most musicians have that, you know. But it was sort of the the gusto of Waylon Jennings when I started finally like paying attention to how they're writing songs and st- like that's sort of what came out like damn waylon jennings just got this just walk into a walk into a room and all of a sudden everybody looks and stops talking to who the fuck is this guy right you know and so like his licks i love the fact that he can just noodle on a guitar and stop and just still go about his business i don't know he's he's always hit me like that first time i heard honky tonk heroes i was like oh it's fucking done that's yeah. the sound that i want Cause you walk, you explore all kinds of music and, and no you, shuffles. Yeah. And you, you four on the you, floor. Yeah. I loved, I've always loved that, that four on the floor beat. Um, it's just got a, it's got a personality to it that just doesn't allow you to stop listening, you know? And so I heard that just from the opening song. I was like, Oh my God, what the fuck? And then there was on from there. Like I've always liked riffing. I like writing riffs and stuff like that. And. Uh, you know, I'm not a lead guitar player, but I I can write a lick every once in a while, and th- sort of that resonated to me all over that album. And you know, Billy Joe Shaver took that to Waylon Jennings, and it was like that was, thank God, thank God for that,
3: <laughs> you know. So, um what else you got going on for just your solo stuff? Anything coming up?
0: Well, I play every second and last Thursday here at the Landmark. Uh, and it's funny, Tim got a hold of me, and I was talking with Nick, and just do whatever. I was like, I really want to play, the landmark, you know, because so I hadn't done it solo, and all of a sudden, Tim got a hold of me out of the out of the blue. I was like, hey, you, you interested in playing? I was like, Are, this is the only place I'm interested in playing, you know. <laughs> right. I can go everywhere else, and this, I'll, I'll happily play. But this is this sort of feels at home because this is my this is this is Portland's, grand old Opry, you know. This is the place where you can come and actually hear good country music, of all e- kinds. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm glad the music is still here, guys. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what you had to do to do that. I don't know. Thank you, Lamar. Yeah, thank you. Yeah,
2: I know. We'll play another one for us. All right. What do you Let's got? What do, I
0: do? Well, I'm gonna have to party on the capo here. This is a song I wrote called uh, "The Bottle Knows Me Better." It's funny because the, the name of that song makes me sound like an asshole. Like I, you know. But in a lot of ways, it's true. <laughs> until you, yeah, until you meet the right person, this is going to be it, you know. Yeah. The bottle
4: knows me better. Suppose that's why that letter only. Bottle knows me better Suppose I could be moving on from you I've cried my tears into my beers Singing along with Hank Williams of Sick Blues Cause now you've found a better Cheating heart is beating for more truth. While I'm staring down the bottom of my glass, still holding them old love letters that I never sent to you. Well, the bottle knows me better, and that's no surprise to me. Well, I've always been the company I keep Well, the bottle knows me better That ain't no surprise to me I've always been the company I keep I've always been the company I keep Thank you. William
2: Surley, everybody, from the Lonesome Billies. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Awesome.
3: Well, thank you, brother. It's just been awesome. Mike yeah, it's went, been a great time. You know, thanks for uh, yeah. thanks for sitting down with us. and Everyone stick around for later because you're going to be right yeah. back up here.
0: Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. This has been we a
2: want to get William squared away here. He's yeah. got a show tonight. We want to say thank you to everybody here at the Landmark. And um,
3: where can everyone... You got all the social medias and all that stuff. Right? Yeah, you can
0: find me. Uh, yeah, on the internet, it's William underscore Surly on uh, Instagram, and I got a page on Facebook. And there'll be uh, there'll be music coming soon for the solo stuff. So, awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. That's
3: all in the works. So. And then the Lonesome Billies are also on Facebook. And Absolutely. And all yeah. the good stuff. Yeah, they've
0: been on there for a while. They're better at it than I am. <laughs> right
2: on there. If you're in Portland, come down and see William on his uh, regular Thursday nights. It's pretty much every other Thursday night. Is that right?
0: Yeah, every once in a while, the month will be weird and have five
3: Thursdays in it. Uh, second and fourth Thursday. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's second and last. Second Sometimes last. it'll be two weeks and I'll yeah. get weird. i you know, just like... <laughs> You know when you get that feeling tricky. in your brain that you've forgotten something? Yeah. Like, fuck. What is it? It's nothing. The show is next week. <laughs> you know. So awesome. there you have it. Well thank you. <laughs> thanks, appreciate guys. It, I appreciate, thanks, right? appreciate it. Thanks. Appreciate it.
2: Everybody, William Sirley. Thanks, Landmark. And thanks for tuning into That Much Further West podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.
1: house of mine, rats won't seem to leave me alone. Won't somebody tell me why the folks outside
4: like the side of me she's always pointing out my shame.
1: won't somebody tell me why folks outside are all See, I'm doing fine. Just need a place to rest my mind from all the sweeping around. my mind they're always weeping around